0: going tonight everybody we are run the reel featuring mike terry fox and dan and we are back with a uh, a new movie here you probably know what it is because you read it on the episode title but what is it fox you picked this
1: oh i did although it was suggested by another member of our podcast but when I heard, I was very intrigued. It's it's Steven Spielberg's
2: Duel. Yeah. I've been wanting to watch it, but
3: <laughs> this is good. We're doing car movies. That's what we're doing. That's our category. This definitely fits the bill. It does. That's the whole
1: movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is very much a car movie, I guess, and a truck movie.
0: Yeah. What is this movie about, Fox?
1: It's about a timid salesman driving through the country who passes a trucker and then is stalked and assaulted by the trucker's truck relentlessly for the runtime of the film. Yeah, this is Steven Spielberg's first movie,
0: and it was like, I guess, a TV movie first, right? And then... Universal had him come back and add 20 extra minutes to make it like feature film length. Oh, really? Interesting. So, they filmed this in 12 days for TV, Steven Spielberg's first movie.
1: That's pretty impressive. I know, right? I think that's like the craziest thing. How could they film this so fast? Good lord. There's like a lot of stunt work and destruction in this movie. You know, I mean, relative for the times, I think yep yep he is only like one of the
0: most accomplished filmmakers of like our generation so no big deal no (laughs) big deal just steven spielberg things
3: but before we get too far there will be spoilers so don't come dueling us if uh if you get mad about spoilers because we warned you
2: though some states you can duel but you can't have lethal weapons i believe that's the only limitation
3: so I guess no dueling with giant trucks and cars? Yes, that
2: would count as a lethal weapon, <laughs> probably. At least this truck would, good lord. No joke. Felt like if I just slipped and scratched myself, I would die from, <laughs> like, what is it you get from Oh, that? tetanus? Tetanus, yeah. <laughs> God, there is so much rust.
1: So what did you guys think about Duel? What a stressful movie, good lord. This is like the stuff of my social nightmares.
3: <laughs> just make one man mad and he chases you across the country. Road rage is intense. It's like
1: I'm going to be even more paranoid about this now on the highway. I just
0: drive safe. Give everybody tons of room. If there's some dude going fast, I just get over it. He can go around me. That's how I avoid highway duels like this
1: well it's fair I guess I mean in this case though you know like my my fiance asked like about this and like how this even like begins like and she was like well is the main guy like being a jerk and I was like nope he not just really. tried to <laughs> just pass him real nice on a little country road and <laughs>
3: yeah I guess that's true yeah I do like how it starts out with the uh, yeah just it seems sort of like casual I guess you know just driving down driving around and then yeah once the things start to escalate i really think the escalation at the beginning is really good where they're like passing each other and stuff and he's like murdering to himself about how much he hates like the smoke and the pollution and everything yeah what was up with that radio at the beginning with they're talking
0: about the census and that dude's like i'm a stay home dad but i also
2: like to wear the dress and stuff (laughs) so funny
3: i've got a theory (laughs) about this movie and i think that plays into it oh well what's your theory oh you want to hear it now I'll, i'll let me i'll i'll just throw out this theory right away this movie's all about like masculinity ah the beginning, the radio bit, you know, it's about, oh, I don't feel like a man. I'm doing all the household chores. I even wear a dress, all this kind of stuff. There's this big old truck chasing this tiny little car around. This guy's kind of a wimp, I guess, you know, he's kind of a pushover. His wife is telling him, oh, why didn't you stick up for me at the party or whatever? All this kind of stuff. Um, The kids don't respect him at the school bus. But then like the tough bus driver like immediately gets their attention and like, tells him to go away he obviously knows what he's doing all this kind of stuff his last name is literally man (laughs) i think that's what that's i think that's what they're going for with this is some sort of like commentary on masculinity or something maybe
2: i agree because it's not until the end when he actually steps up to duel with the truck that things get resolved (laughs) yeah
3: yeah
0: yeah i can i can see that now but Definitely. While I
1: was watching it, I didn't pick that up. You know, I think you guys have a point, but i I do feel like the movie doesn't dwell a lot on having a message. I guess it does feel very like uh, straightforward, I suppose. But I do think you're right that there is like a it's a subtext a message it's not, in there. Yeah, it's not
3: like a over blatant like trying to teach you something. It's just the subtext is about this, yeah, masculinity and like how it's portrayed in this. I think his struggle with it. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Yeah, all the other men are tough guys in this. They're all like rugged truck drivers or something like that. They wear the boots. They have boots on. He's just wearing like a tie. He's got glasses, a mustache. Like this guy, he's not. Yeah, he's he's no tough guy.
1: Man, that cafe scene with all the old dudes is how I always feel <laughs> whenever I go into a bar <laughs> in small towns. <laughs> <laughs> that was very relatable. <laughs>
3: I will say, I guess for me, I think um, the reason I maybe even like picked up on this was I was kind of bored with this movie quite a bit. I did not think it was that engaging. At first it was, but we get a lot of like the same shots of these trucks and it goes on forever. And there's, I don't know, there's not enough like stuff to like keep things fresh. It just feels like we're seeing the same thing over and over as he gets chased down the highway. It's like with the pit stops I like when he like stops at the school bus when he stops at the bar. That stuff's decent, I think. But the chase scenes got really old for me. What about the train? Train was good. But yeah, he stopped at the train tracks. That's another. I'll count that as a pit stop.
2: Man, that was nuts. Or when like he has the they keep like getting in front or behind each other, and he goes and hides behind that or behind the rocks or whatever, and then he comes out, and the guys waiting there, and they're having their standoff.
3: Yeah, that was okay the first time, but they do that a couple times, I feel like. And it gets... I don't know. I get tired of that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, I I definitely agree with you, Terry. Like, this movie's only an hour and a half, but it seems pretty long. Um, I think three things could have made this movie better for me. Um, like, if the truck driver could have talked to the main character, like, on the radio or something. If it was... Just a short film, like 20, 25 minutes, or there was somebody else in the car with them because I got bored as well. I hardly took any notes for this movie, to be honest.
3: Yeah, I I was so, like, getting kind of tired of it that I was starting to root for the truck driver just to, like, finish the job. (laughs) I was like, let's just end this already. (laughs) Good lord. (laughs) It's taking too long. It really felt dragged out, at least for me. Yeah,
0: well, that's kind of what they did was this was 20 minutes shorter. And then the studio basically told Spielberg he had to add 20 minutes. And I forget which scenes he added. I was... Oh, the school bus.
2: Yeah. The the school bus, which was one of the best scenes in the movie.
3: I like the school bus.
2: Oh, really? I think that's my least favorite scene in the whole thing. No, in the... Truck driver comes back and's just sitting there, and the lights come on at the end of the tunnel. Oh, that was freaky.
0: Yeah, there is like some really good shots in this, but it's just too long for what it is. It's a long, drawn out car race or not race chase. I just can't get into those super well.
1: I need some like breaks. Do you think you guys have good points? But I am kind of with Dan. I don't know. For some reason, I just felt pretty tense for this like entire movie. I guess probably the social aspects, really. I mean, the school bus scene was horrible for me. Also, the stuff in my social nightmares. Children who don't mind. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Get off the hood. Get off the hood. All the kids are just <laughs> sleeping around.
1: No, that wouldn't be me. I'd be like, excuse me, child there. <laughs>
3: and then the big old tough bus driver comes up. Come on, kids, move along. They're like, yes, sir, and they all leave. Poor guy. Well, when he was, like, trying to push it, and they kept
0: making faces (laughs) at him through the back (laughs) window, that's, like, spot on from what
1: I remember riding the bus back in the day. Oh, yeah. What? What kind of hooligan were you? I would have never made a face at a random stranger. I didn't do it, but, like, it happened. I guess one time, we did have to run a bunch of laps in sports, Because somebody flipped off a random guy driving by, and he like flagged the bus down and told (laughs) on us.
2: (laughs) Oh, oh, man. Yeah, I agree with you, Fox. And I I disagree with Terry and Mike. I'll, I'll, I'll start with Mike's point. I like that the dude never talks, the truck driver. He never talks, and you never see him. That's great. I think if they tried to give him a personality it would really take away from the menace and the tension because that's part of what makes it creepy is you don't know why he's doing it it's just happening and the guy has to deal with it and if they would have had somebody with Dennis Weaver in the car then that gets rid of the whole he's trapped alone and he cannot escape this thing no matter what he does aspect which is also very scary because this is back in the day where you don't have a cell phone to call the police and you don't have necessarily anybody around who can help you out if you're stuck in the middle of nowhere with someone trying to kill you in a big truck. I like that it's just him versus this dude. And it was very intense and suspenseful for me, I think. I, I could see at the start, like before they get to the cafe, getting a bit repetitive. But after that, there's like so many different things that happen. Like there's the phone booth, there's the there's the train he was hiding from them, and then the like old couple and then the standoff, and then the the duel at the end or whatever. It just kept it kept. The tension kept increasing all the way till the end when he's following him up that crazy high. Oh, yeah. And his radiator hose breaks, too. Everything just goes wrong. And it's like just seeing if this guy's going to make it out of this or what was very, like, suspenseful.
0: Your points are very valid. But I didn't feel any tension hardly in this movie, so I wanted something to distract me from him being by himself or, like, to know more about the truck driver. Like, it's cool that you don't see him. I'll uh, agree with that. But I wish there was just something else there to add some extra, like, dialogue to this movie, some spice. Like, maybe he didn't need to be alone the whole movie, like, maybe the last half have somebody else in the car, or somebody's in the car the first half. I don't know. It was just pretty much the same thing over and over and over and over again. Which makes sense when they took a short story and expanded it, like, quite a bit.
1: I see what you're saying there, I guess. I think for me, you know, what what kind of makes it tense is that he's not, like, necessarily alone in every scene. You know, there are other people... And he like goes to them and asks for help. And like I think the social gaslighting where nobody will help him or believe him is also what makes this super stressful for me at least. But I know I have my
2: whole social (laughs) hang-up. I think for me a lot of the extra stuff that you guys seem to be missing came from like I don't know, wondering what the truck driver's gonna do next. Like a, a good example, I think, is when cause it keeps escalating what he does. Like when he gets, he stops at the phone booth and starts to call the police. And then the truck driver just like out of nowhere just comes over and starts wrecking everything there. It's like, man, how did he know he was calling the cops there or whatever? And then after that, it's like, what's he going to do next? Or is it, is this guy like, is there more going on with him than I realize? Is it a demon possessed car or something going to the extreme there?
3: Yeah, I was just kind of. I mean, it felt like he, for me, he was doing a lot of the same stuff. He'd pull for, forward far ahead, he'd stop. The, the guy would go do something, and the truck driver would pop out and just, like thwart him. I don't know. It just it felt. I, I like those set pieces where they do stop and he like does his talking and stuff. But a lot of this movie is just like the chase. And, uh. It was engaging at first because it is well shot. It really is. But if they they keep using those same shots throughout the thing. And it's like it goes on for like 10 minutes at a time, these chase scenes. And it's like, oh, man, let's just let's slow down a bit, I guess. I don't know.
0: What I was comparing this movie to a little bit is the other movie that's like just complete long car chase. Mad Max Fury Road. Like that one does a very good job of breaking it up i mean like they do combat on the cars and stuff like they couldn't do that with this movie like they shot it in 12 days and like it's just not that kind of movie but i agree there wasn't enough to break up the very similar car chase stuff for me and that's kind of why i got bored with it it's all very well shot like it looks good it's i don't know
3: i just didn't like it sounds good too that truck is intense sounding. I do like how they they really emphasize the truck. It is an intimidating force. I've
0: seen some reviewers like compare this movie to Jaws. It's like Jaws, but out of the water um and I like that comparison, but I just like
2: Jaws better <laughs> like a lot better. Jaws is much better i'd say uh, and for a lot of reasons in 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 that movie. Like I think the big one is the shark, and you don't really see it too often. Whereas this one, you've got the ever-present truck there. That's like that's a menace, right? So, I I get the jaws comparison, but I don't know if I agree with it too much, just because the way they handle the tension is and the scares is a lot different yeah exactly.
0: They're different movies, but they use the similar like driving concept of this unstoppable force that's um you know threatening their lives
2: i I still like this one though it's It's kind of like drive to me a little bit what we reviewed last week. It's a very simple story that's really well executed. <laughs>
1: I think in the realm of car movies another comparison might be death proof because it does have a ton of fleshing out and character motivation for the villain but i've often felt that that kind of hurts death proof and what kind of separates it is more of like an action thriller from this kind of more horror thriller
3: kind of movie that can't be the case i love the villain of death proof i think that's the best part of the death proof honestly this is the kurt russell man he's amazing well you
1: can't argue with kurt russell i just don't think i needed that first like 45 minute <laughs> intro for the girls and him
3: well yeah it is very boring <laughs> Ugh, good lord <laughs> yeah i would agree that it's boring um but that movie is just a lot of fluff till you get the end of the <laughs> until you get to the cool stuff at the end which to be fair this one does get right into the car chasing stuff um for better or for worse, on my end at least, but <laughs> at least they dive right into it. I mean, there's a pretty long like credit scene, but besides that, yeah, the truck stuff happens right away. So I have a question. He was driving multiple hours to see his boss, right? A client. It's just some vendor or something. that He's selling somebody something. I'm not sure. Gotcha. I know they said it, but I missed it, I
0: guess, but I figured he could just take a different route too. Like, he didn't need to stay on that highway. But that's just me being nitpicky.
2: Could have been the only highway.
1: It was 71. There was a lot fewer, like, interstates back then. And it was, like, in the desert, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So
0: I didn't know, but there there was, like, spinoff roads as they were driving, so.
3: I guess the truck driver probably would have followed him, though, if that was the case. He followed him up that mountain. I thought maybe he could, like, ask somebody at the restaurant who was driving the truck or something, because surely somebody saw that guy come in. No, he he kind of just freaks out. He's pretty stressed out, I suppose. He did get in a car wreck. I don't know if the guy was actually in the diner either. Oh, was he just waiting in his truck? Well, oh, I think so, because at the end,
1: right, he gets, you know, he gets the, the crap beat out of him by a guy he accuses. <laughs> and when he gets up, the truck is gone, but he, like, goes back and he counts everybody at the bar. I think the truck driver parked out there and then was, like, off, like, hiding behind, like, in the ditch or something. Ah, he could have slipped out while he was getting his butt beat. Rise I mean, like, they, they made a point of him, like, counting everybody at the bar again after he got beat up before he left, once the truck was gone. Which made me think he, like, wasn't in the bar, unless he was, like, hiding in the back or something. I think he
2: was in there. I really liked, for the most part, that, uh bar, cafe, whatever scene. It, it's the first really big escalation in the movie. It's so good. It's like it just ratchet, ratches the tension up so much during that scene. And then he's having his mental breakdown, trying to figure it out.
3: Yeah, that's probably my favorite of the set pieces that they have. Where, yeah, he's just sitting there looking at everybody's boots, trying to remember exactly what those boots look like.
2: Oh, and you do, too, as the audience when you're there. You're like, is that the dude? It, it's so cool. Like, I like it when the movies force you into these kinds of things. Like, they force you to be a char- the character for a second. I agree, Dan. And also, that
0: scene, uh, Dennis Weaver does an awesome job acting. Like, this whole movie, like, relies on his performance, and he does pretty good. And I think that was his best scene. You could see his, like, inner anxiety, really. Even though I think they had a few narration scenes in there. Oh, yeah. You could hear
2: his anxiety. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to talk about that. I did not like the narration in that middle section there. I think that it was 100% unneeded and did not add anything.
3: Yeah, I didn't like any of the narration. Man, it felt really forced to me. Yeah, a lot of that, like, inner monologue was just like, what is he going to do? Where is he? Hmm. And he's like, glancing around, I was like, we, we get that from his acting already. Yeah. Especially at the end when he's
1: making a stressed face and you hear all of his stressed thoughts, you know, oh, God, no. Why? How do I get to the top of the hill? Ah. You're like, yes, we're watching this unfold. We know. D-
2: <laughs> yeah. It's unneeded. Especially for like a film that's, I don't want to say sparse or Spartan really, because it's not, but it's just like, yeah, it felt really weird that they just started doing it then and there. Not the best thing ever, (laughs) as with most narration. It's usually best left unsaid.
0: yeah. Especially in this movie, because, I mean, um, Dennis Weaver did such a good job, like, just with his expressions
2: and stuff, that we didn't need it. Yeah, other than that, I really liked that middle scene there with the diner. That was cool. Then all the other set pieces are really cool. That phone booth place with that lady with all the snakes and the spiders. <laughs> oh.
3: I felt so bad for that woman. Really. Like all she, it's like her baby. She's like, Oh no! And you know, she seems so sad, you know. I not no pets I would ever have, but man, like that seems so sad. I
1: felt less bad with the coyote chained up on the sign, but
3: <laughs> Yeah, that's not great. But I mean yeah. I know.
1: She's like showing him at the end.
3: She seems so happy about her snake. She's like, be sure to check out my animals. What a weird scene. Like, did that happen in the
0: 70s in like rural, you know, California? It still happens.
1: I've got to say, I feel like we've seen some places in New Mexico that are like that, where they
3: just have like random snake like bins. There's a gas station around here that had a live tiger for a while, right? Really? It still has like stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know if they have it anymore, but... Recently, they have had, like, a live tiger at their gas station.
1: Holy cow.
0: There was one, like, on the way to Texas, too. It's, like, somewhere in Oklahoma, I want to say.
2: Now that sounds familiar. It's just, it's such a weird, like, thing in there, and it doesn't help that I hate snakes and spiders, too, so I was very off-put by that. I liked
1: that scene quite a bit. I kind of did think it was kind of a character development moment. I mean, obviously, it was very unkind of him to do this, but he, like, picked up one of those cases and chucked it at the truck. Like, it's like the first time he kind of, like, shows some spine. Like, he's getting mad, too, and he wants to fight back, although it was obviously mean to hurt that poor lady's pet snakes.
2: Yeah, that's true. Because oh, before then, the only thing he did was he confronted the wrong guy at the bar and then got beat up. But this time he he did something. He threw he threw the crate at him. I'm sorry. man. I know we spent a ton of time talking about that old at that, that middle
1: scene. But dang, the beat up scene just cracks me up every time I think about it.
3: He did not do a good job about approaching that situation (laughs) at all. He smacks the sandwich. It's like, he's not your dude, I don't think. Like, you gotta see how they react. You don't push. You're not sure yourself. Why are you so sure it's this guy? Like, I don't understand why he got so pushy with this one man.
1: Like, I don't know what he thought was gonna happen there. Like, even if it was the truck driver, I don't know how he could have thought slapping the sandwich (laughs) was gonna go any better. He was freaking out.
2: He was. (laughs) Lost it a little bit there. He should have handled it like he was handling it when he was thinking what he was going to do. Yeah, let me buy you a beer before you go drive on the highway <laughs> again. <laughs> Some of those guys are already <laughs> helping themselves to the beers. There, there's an idea. He should have got drinks for everybody there and got them drunk and then left.
3: Yeah, that's a good plan. See, that's a good idea. <laughs> Not slapping sandwiches. That's the worst idea. You hear that,
2: listener? buy a beer yep. <laughs> don't slap someone's
3: sandwich give peace a chance first give peace <laughs> a chance there you go <laughs> so at the end i guess like he 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 does something with his briefcase i wasn't sure what he was doing he like stuffs it in the bottom he put it on the gas oh is that what he did that makes sense okay i thought he was like trying to protect it and it was like gonna come into play later but no, I, I, that makes more no sense. Like a yes. bomb in the briefcase or? Yeah, or something. Like he had something really valuable, or, you know, he didn't want to like destroy the documents for his vendor. So he wanted to make sure it was nice and tucked in there. I did like the end, though. I think the crash was really good. It was really well shot with the truck slow mo going down the cliff. That was pretty cool.
2: Apparently they left the truck there too after they crashed. <laughs> <laughs>
3: nice. Great. I guess that would be hard uh
2: Hard to move, I suppose. Yeah. (laughs) It was really cool, though. I like, too, that it didn't just, like, blow up.
3: I thought it was because it said it was flammable at the back. I was sure it was going to explode at the end of the movie or something.
1: I know, right? I saw that Spielberg fought really hard because the network execs were like, it's got to blow up. It says flammable. Why wouldn't it blow up? (laughs) <laughs> that's what i
3: was thinking because
2: cars don't just blow up when they <laughs> crash
3: if it's flammable in the back i would say maybe like it seems like they had set it up for like an excuse for it to blow up <laughs> but nope yeah i like it better this way anyways it look good
2: i did really like going off mike's visual moments i really liked the shot where it's like zoomed in on the the truck after it's crashed and the wheels spinning and you can see um dennis Weaver watching it and it's just he's a little tiny dude up at the top as the wheel slowly stops spinning that was so cool i was like he's watching his defeated foe die
3: (laughs) yeah yeah my favorite was probably in that too with the blood dripping down the steering wheel i thought that was really cool Yeah, there's
0: so many cool shots in this movie. Even like the chase scenes are super well done because they do a good job of going from inside the car, Dennis Weaver like checking his mirrors, checking the back to like outside the car shots that have wide camera angles and you can see the whole desert and both vehicles.
2: Really hones in on the isolation with that.
0: Yeah, that was
3: my favorite part of this movie, I think, was just all the camera work. Yeah, it was really good, and for a while, I will say I liked it. But like I said, I've already aired my complaints.
2: There was a really cool one. I think it was cool that they pulled it off this well, considering like is his first big film and is a TV movie at that. Where it's like the camera—they're just like sitting on the road, and you're watching them approach, and then like a van passes Dennis Weaver, and then like as they're coming. They like follow the car at the same time, like from a dead stop, and it just picks up and starts following them. Man, that was cool!
3: Yeah, I guess also for the end, I'll just air the same complaint. It was they were all great shots of the wreckage, but it did go on for like three minutes of just like still shots of all the like broken debris. I was like, okay, we get it, we get it
1: was a big deal it was didn't you know it was a big deal (laughs) i
3: did for (laughs) yeah i
0: I realized that they really emphasized it they had to hit the 90 minute runtime for you know universal feature film length
2: nah i just been chased for like an hour and a half is good payoff
0: this is like i don't want to sound like this is a bad movie it's a good movie but I think it's just average for me. Like the scenes just kept going on and on of repeating stuff, and it kind of felt a little rat-racy to me how long this was going on, this chase. I just think it would have been better for me as a short
3: story. I did notice that the 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 who person who wrote the script was Richard Matheson, acclaimed American author. I thought that was cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't know if it's based off like one of his stories or not. Maybe he just wrote the screenplay. I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah. He wrote like a short story about this. But it, uh, it was like literally inspired by he like got tailgated by a trucker. <laughs> he was like, wow, that was scary. I <laughs> better write a story. Yeah, uh, I think I saw that he wanted it to be a screenplay, but nobody would pick it up. So he wrote the short
2: story. Uh, I I guess I'm not getting exactly what Terry, you and Mike's negativity on the repetition in this is like what where's all the repetition in it because there's like so so much stuff that happens i think
0: that fox and you dan definitely felt the tension in those scenes and i'm gonna venture a guess and assume that tv did not feel tension because i didn't feel tension after like the first 20 minutes of this movie
3: yep exactly
0: the only other thing would have been the the train scene where he was like pushing him up towards the track. That was pretty tense. But everything else, I just didn't have any tension. I was like, OK, this is the same thing as before, just slightly different. And I know that this movie's still going to keep going. So it's just car chase scenes.
3: Yeah, all the scenes of like Dennis Weaver, you know, looking back frantically as the truck is like tailing him all those scenes go on for so long and I don't know. It's just like the same stuff over and over again. Like they're cool shots, but after a while I kind of lose my like awe of the shots because I've seen them a hundred times already. And like, yeah, like I, I agree. All the set pieces are good. Like the bar scenes, good. The scene where he, the truck runs into the uh, telephone booth, that stuff, the train. I even like the school bus. I liked all that stuff, but it's literally everything else in between that, that I found really slow after like, yeah, the first like 15, 20 minutes.
2: Well, let me ask you, what what did you think about when the truck was chasing him down the road, right? And it just kept going faster and faster and he was slowly losing control of his car on some of the turns and stuff. Did you think that that repeated a lot of stuff too or did you not like that?
3: I didn't like it that much. I thought it was okay. Something new to like change it up, but it was still the same stuff of yeah, him just driving down the road as the truck chased him. I don't know. I guess the gimmick is just not, it wasn't like enough to hold a feature length for me. I just didn't think it was that interesting after a while. All right, so you, you guys just didn't like him driving everywhere then? Yes, the driving scenes were the my least favorite part, probably. Like, I could tell
0: that they were extending something that would have worked super well as a short story, I think, into a longer thing than it needed to be. Because after a a while, you know, after, you know, 30 minutes of this chase, I kind of left the, what is it, the suspension of disbelief. It was just too much of the same thing. Yeah, it kind of felt bloated to me.
2: But what
3: else are they going to do? They just get chased down the road. <laughs> I'm not the, I, I yeah, I'm not the screenwriter. I don't I don't know how he could make it better, but I needed something, I think, to spice it up. Yeah, I just think the concept of the
0: car chase is for me, it's unbelievable once it went beyond, you know, the first 20 minutes. I was like, okay, yeah, this should have been over by now. And this is all just bloated stuff to keep this movie going for an hour and 30 minutes like that's what i was thinking about instead of being tense while watching this
2: yeah but the stuff they added in to get it there was good like the school bus that was really good
0: yeah you were just feeling it and we weren't i think is what it boils down
3: because yeah I, I i disagree about the chases i don't think it was that tense yeah but i mean, you agree on the set pieces
2: I was trying to figure it out because I was confused a little bit. (laughs) You didn't think it was scary that he was trapped in this car duel with this guy and couldn't get away?
3: The first, like, 20 minutes, yeah, I thought it was a good idea. But beyond that, I was like, all right, truck man, just run him down. Like, I'm tired of
2: watching this. (laughs) He likes to toy with his food. He does. He's playing cat and mouse games.
3: Yeah, It just wasn't engaging for me, it was kind of boring, I thought, so it lost me. Somewhere it lost me, and I think it was after, yeah, the, the bar scene.
2: Yep, same for me. I did like that this was all practical effects and everything, and camera tricks that make them look like they are going really fast when they weren't really. There wasn't, like, shaky cam either. It was all nice and smooth, which was real impressive for her. The first time TV movie. That, um, well, that scene in the the diner
1: where he follows him to the bathroom and back and it's all one long take? I mean, that was handheld in 71, so it's not like they had Steadicam. They did a bunch of cool camera tricks in this one. I think it would be a really good study for anybody who's, like, interested in, like, getting into film. The way they made the cars look fast. That's
2: pretty cool. It's cool that even on his first thing, Spielberg was being like, yeah, I'm a boss. I'm going to show up all these movies like 30 years later or whatever.
0: that <laughs> <laughs> don't even exist yet. I'm definitely impressed too, Dan. I read quite a bit about the production of this movie on like Wikipedia. I think the budget was only like $450,000. Like, He didn't even have a million bucks. I mean, this was the 70s, so that's probably more than it sounds like. No, but that's still not very much to make a
1: movie. So I just ran the uh, ran the calculator real quick, In seventy one four hundred and fifty k would equate to three mil now. That's still not a lot. Which isn't a lot, yeah, for a theatrical
3: film. Well, yeah, that's true. I guess he shot it on like a TV budget and then added some stuff. But
1: yeah, well, and they bought like a bunch of trucks and a bunch of cars. I imagine those trucks would add up after a while.
3: Yeah, yeah. I wonder how many they had to, like, churn through. Probably not that many if they shot it so quickly. They must have done a pretty good job and not just totally wrecking them. I guess that
1: does seem like quite a bit of money for how quick production was, you know? Like, it's not like Lord of the Rings where they're, like, on location filming for months. It's just over a week.
3: Mm-hmm. What did you guys think of the music? I don't even remember it.
1: I gotta say, I don't remember the music at all.
3: Yeah, I, I don't remember it. I, I i wasn't huge into it i thought it was kind of lame some of it was good i think it gets better as the movie goes like that uh bar scene i thought was pretty good um and then like it was, it was a lot of like those high violins it sounded like psycho a lot of the times with the like stock 70s music, music. yeah exactly felt a little generic but at the end i think they added some stuff underneath like the bant 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 and it actually does sound kind of cool but for the most part, yeah, it's kind of just kind of generic horror scores from the olden days. I think
2: it, it probably helps in some of those like intense situations because I kind of recall them having it when they was getting chased down the mountain. I recall it there a little bit. Couldn't couldn't hum the tune or whatever, you know, but.
3: Yeah, and I think, I mean, the rest of the sound design is good, though. I think, like, yeah, just the power of the vehicles driving, and, like, the loud engines, the horn, all that stuff sounded really good. It is nice, yeah. It
2: was good. I appreciated, too, that they didn't blast the freaking sound effects of the cars like they did in Drive.
3: I really don't like when they <laughs> do that in movies. Oh, man, I love the rumble of the engine. Ooh, I did love how the truck
1: sounded. I saw that he um synthesized a T-Rex roar for at the end when it's going off the cliff. Huh? <laughs> yeah.
3: He synthesized a T-Rex roar?
1: I didn't even notice that the truck roared. Well, I think it was just part of the engine sound, but it was supposed to be like the dying
3: engine noise.
2: <laughs> oh, I see.
3: Why not? That, just throw it in there. I would say it would be a, it's a, an ode to Jurassic Park that wasn't even out yet. Come on, <laughs> it was a sign. He knew what was coming.
1: That was what the trivia thing on IMDb said. It was like Steve would go on to direct Jurassic Park.
2: <laughs> nice, <laughs> like yeah, really. <laughs> Thanks, trivia. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's reaching there for some trivia. <laughs>
3: yeah, give that one the thumbs down. <laughs> Boo. Some of that trivia on the, that site is horrible. This movie isn't 95 minutes long. Trivia. That's not <laughs> trivia. Thanks. Jeez.
1: 95 that is a prime number.
3: But <laughs> you know that the, the star of this movie went on to star in this, this, and this. Totally unrelated movies to this at all. And it's like, that's not okay, trivia. Yeah. That's, that's just like, okay. like It's a fact, I guess. I guess it is technically trivia. But... Ir- irrelevant i would say
2: <laughs> it's trivial when they're like they would co-star with this person in the movie and this movie later that's kind of
3: interesting yeah that stuff's good mm, well
2: do we have anything
0: else about this one i think we're approaching the recording time of what the like base cut of this movie was <laughs>
2: <laughs> i think so too An 10 minutes
0: what what's our scale tv i feel like we're gonna have a duel of overall presentations here
3: yes uh so yeah our scale goes from burn it pass watch it or buy it in that order we're all gonna give a little spiel a little rundown of the uh of our thoughts and then we're gonna throw down our final rating so who knows where everybody's gonna land it sounds like we might be a little bit split on this one but you know, usually to decide who goes first, it's kind of like a random choice, you know. Sometimes it's kind of just like fate, whoever goes, you know. But this time it's kind of funny, you know. I had a similar experience to this movie. I was I was driving down the highway. Um, I was going to go do some errands. And this big old rig just kept following me everywhere I go. You know, it's getting a little too close for comfort. Um, And so finally I just pulled over. I was like, look, dude, pass. And the scary thing is this, he pulled over behind me. And I was like, uh-oh, what's this guy want? And then then he, he came lumbering out. I saw his cowboy boots as he stepped down from his big rig and started walking over. Um, and then he, like, leaned up to the window. And he pointed down. So I rolled it down, and he said, hey, I'm a big fan. Uh, I always love it when Mike goes first for these. So if he could just uh, get those <laughs> going on Run the reel, I'd love it. So, uh, you know, it's always nice to meet a fan. I think it's the, the least we could do. So...
0: We can't let him down, although he might not like my thoughts about this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, he said that he loved
3: Duel and that it's his favorite oh, movie, no. and uh, he he, it would be a shame if anybody were to uh, rate this movie lower than his expectations.
0: Now I'm having a scene like the guy in the middle of this movie at the diner. You know, long drawn out car chase movies are just kind of hard for me to get into, like This isn't a bad movie, but you know, honestly, I don't know if it was it would be worth your money unless you're super into Spielberg and you want to see his first movie, because that's pretty interesting. Or if you're just into like car chase movies, you'll probably like it. Like I said, I think this would have been more interesting to me if it was shorter. The truck driver could maybe talk to the main character or there was somebody in the car just to break things up. The longer this movie went on, the less invested I became. The car chases and the cinematography is all amazing. Spielberg is a master. He's a staple filmmaker. It's interesting to see his debut film, but I would say skip Duel and start with Jaws or E.T. This is a pass from Mike.
1: Man, before this review, I was really on the fence between pass and watch. But the more we've talked about it, the more I've thought about it. I like this movie quite a bit. I think it, uh, you know, it checks a lot of boxes in the horror department for me. It, it really understands the uh, the social aspects of that horror. and feels like Spielberg, to me, really kind of poured himself into this, being his first major motion picture. I think it shows in a lot of the shots, definitely the audio design. I'm going to give it a watch, you know? I, I think it's worth a watch. It's a cool movie. There's a lot of cool stuff in there. I, I, I enjoy Dennis Weaver sweating in his car for an hour and a half. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I also like stuff from the 70s. It's another <laughs> another bias of mine. <laughs> so.
3: Five out of five. I enjoy watching Dennis Weaver sweat in his car. <laughs> That's
2: great. I love it. <laughs> that is pretty good.
3: That could be your Letterboxd tribute, Fox. Oh, that'll be my first written one. For me, I wasn't huge into this. I think it starts off pretty strong. I think the truck is a pretty menacing force of nature in this movie. Um, and I think uh, the main actor does a good job of kind of doing his best at carrying the movie. But for me, it just gets too long and drawn out. A lot of the chases are... It gets old after a while. Like, it starts off good. The set pieces are pretty good. But it's all that stuff in the middle where they're just driving down the road. And it's just like them chasing each other. That really just lost my interest. Um And yeah, I think I'm just kind of like, Mike, this kind of stuff just, it's got a, it's an uphill battle because I just don't find this as exciting. And, you know, it's kind of a bad sign. I was rooting for the truck driver towards the end because I just kind of was ready for this movie to be over. Um, I think there's some good stuff. Like I said, though, I think the shots are pretty good. Um, He's got an eye for the cinematography, of course, as Steven Spielberg. Um, Yeah, there's some cool camera tricks and stuff like that. But It's not enough to save it for me. I'm going to give it a pass as well. I I just found it overall pretty boring, so, yeah. I mean, I I think there's some subtext to it that could be interesting, but I don't think, I don't know know exactly what it's tried to say either, so, yeah, I'll just give it a pass. I'll just give it a pass.
2: I didn't have the same qualms with this movie that uh, Mike and Terry did. I was much more in line with Fox's opinion on this but I'd say I think I liked it more than Fox did. Um, the only problem I really had with it was that narration. But I'd give it a pass since it's his first movie. But, man, what a great first movie. I mean, it's so scary and has so much tension in it. It's just really well executed. He did it for not a lot of money, and it's still turned out like it did i'd say it's probably the best tv movie i've ever seen even though we've got 20 extra minutes now that were shown in theaters but we'll we'll ignore that <laughs> um i i'd give this a bite i liked it quite a bit yeah it's good it's a like drive it was a a simple story <laughs> really well executed
3: which one'd you like better though drive or duel
2: that's that's a tough one actually um this is why i was trying to figure out what you and mike had a problem with with the driving parts because that didn't bug me any so to to me it's um I, i i think maybe drive is a little bit i'd say drive's probably the better of the two movies but Not by much. I think I gave Drive like a 9 on IMDb, and I gave Duel an 8, so they're pretty close in my book.
3: Nice,
0: Succa. Oh, isn't it your pick now, Dan?
2: It is my pick now. So I was gonna pick Speed Racer initially, but I got on YouTube to watch some of the clips from it and i've decided i'm not going to pick speed racer (laughs) after doing that it was not as cool as i remembered it when i was younger so i am going to take a page from fox's book here and i'm gonna pick ford versus ferrari it's got one of terry's favorite actors in it
3: oh yeah matt damon yeah you know what i'm turning over a new leaf i'm gonna try to like Matt Damon. I'm going to change my ways. I've I've, ta- I've spewed a lot of hate to the man for some reason, and even though he's proved me wrong again and again. <laughs>
2: Every time.
3: <laughs> I feel like I've heard this once, if not twice before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's proved me wrong enough. I think he's earned it. I'm going to try and flick a switch in my brain and just be like, you know what, Matt Damon is a good actor, and I like him. But we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, we'll tune see. in
0: next week for the update on Matt Damon.
3: <laughs> yes. Will I still have an unreasonable hatred, and then he will prove me wrong by being a good actor, like always? Or will like I just always? Or will I just go in <laughs> liking him from the start and not have any qualms at all from the get-go? That seems like the healthier outlook, right? Rather than having an unbased uh, hatred for the, or well, I wouldn't say hatred, just the unbased. I guess a, a dislike, or maybe like a hesitance, the skepticism. Yeah, skeptical mind about the man, even though, yeah, I don't know. I can't think of any movies <laughs> I didn't like him in, so tune in to find out, I guess. <laughs> tune in next week. But in the meantime, if any of your listeners out there want to get in contact with us, uh, you can find us on Twitter or Facebook at Run The Real, or you can email us at runtherealpodcast.gmail.com. Hit us up. Let us know your thoughts about Duel. I want to know if you found it boring like me and Mike, or if you really liked it like Fox and Dan. Where do you stand? We're divided here. Yeah. What do you think of Matt Damon? Tell us this. I want to know. Do you like Matt Damon from the get-go? Or am I the only one who <laughs> has a strange, uh, skeptical mind about him? I don't know.
0: Matt Damon's great. Well, Anyways, thanks for listening to us tonight, everybody. Be sure to tune in next week for Terry's Matt Damon Power Hour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <Hold on. laughs> Thanks for listening to us tonight. We really appreciate it. This is Run The Real, signing off.